All right, what's happening? It is indisputable. Good to be with you. We have a lot of show today. Breaking down news of the day, we got the home girl. We got Francesca here live, all right? Host <laughs> of the Bituation Room. Right? Yeah, and the Twituation Room, which is Both of them. tomorrow right after this show uh, on Twitch, of course. That's right. And <laughs> in my debate, we will have... Kira Davis, host of Just Listen to Yourself podcast and editor at large for Red State. We're going to talk about racism in schools. Should be fun. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my top story of the day, a Missouri second grader, a second grader brought a gun, a loaded gun to school to show off to friends. Okay. This happened on Monday. KSDK reported that a second grader at a public school in St. Louis, Louis, Missouri, brought a loaded gun from his home to do what? To show off to classmates. Obviously a very dangerous situation. A spokesperson for the school district later said a teacher saw the student showing the gun off during recess and took action. Officers with the St. Uh, Louis Metropolitan Police Department and school district security officers were called to the school on Enright Avenue and confiscated the weapon without incident. A police spokesperson said the student found the gun in a lock box under his parents' bed and wanted to show it off. Now, here's the thing about a lock box. If it's actually in a lock box, you don't get access to the gun if the box is locked and serving its purpose which is to make sure that a second grader cannot get access to the gun. That's why you have a lockbox. Police say they did uh, do not intend to charge uh, due to the nature of the incident, continued the report. A statement from the school district reminded parents to check on any weapons in the home and secure them out of the reach of children. That'll do it. That'll do it. A firm statement from the school district. That will clear this up. Absolutely. It's the incident frightening. comes. It's, it's ridiculous. And this incident comes, obviously, weeks after the school shooting in Oxford Township, Michigan, where a teenage boy used a gun that his parents purchased as a Christmas gift to kill four classmates and injure several more. Uh, those parents have been charged. Let me remind people about guns in the United States of America. As gun sales in the U.S. spiked by 70% in March of 2020, you know what else spiked? Accidental shooting deaths by minors spiked by 43%. Around 77% of accidental gun deaths happened in the home. The majority of people killed in firearm accidents are under the age of 24. And most of these young people are being shot by someone else, usually someone their own age. The shooter is typically a friend or family member, often an older brother. By contrast, older adults are at a far lower risk of accidental firearm death and most often are shooting themselves. Francesca, what are your thoughts here? I mean, I think that's really important context to remember that when 
you know, conservatives freak out that liberals are trying to take away their guns and put all these, you know, uh, gun controls and uh, on on their liberties and their Second Amendment rights, that the vast majority of Americans support basic gun legislation that is smart, that we also, you know, we're in favor of, and that one of those things is having a better way to store safely a gun in your house and maybe not even having a gun in your house, right? Like, what is it? What about legally storing a gun outside of your house at a firing range or wherever, right? Um, some kind of space that is outside of the home because once again, and this could have been way worse. This is not anything crumbly yeah. case, right? But once again, your stats are pointing out there that the vast majority of victims of gun violence our people within the home, our families themselves, our relatives of the gun owners are the children of gun owners. And look, anyone who has kids, anyone who's interacted with a kid knows about like the cell phone, right? Kids loves, you can't, a baby wants a cell phone like a baby wants a bottle, right? More, it's like mm, cell phone bottle because they want what parents have. They want what parents love and worship. And the more special a thing that a parent has, the more a kid's gonna want, especially a second grader trying to show off to his classroom. Oh, the cool thing that mommy and daddy love, you know, that they that they talk about all the time in this crazy country of gun worshipers that we live in. Well, I want that too. Of course, a child is gonna think that, right? So it's like, when do we actually talk about maybe keeping guns out of the home? And again, no one, all conservatives will will yell at me because apparently they all live in insanely dangerous neighborhoods that they have to defend to the death uh, with their automatic rifles. When yeah, we know that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, not the case. Quite interesting that the reality of the data says that you're far more likely to shoot yourself or shoot somebody accidentally than to actually use a gun in order to protect yourself or protect somebody else. There's something else, once again, Missouri, all right? We covered this story when it first happened. Uh, a man of color was shot and killed by his neighbor. The neighbor says, oh, it was a break-in. But the other neighbors are saying, that's not what happened here. So residents of a trailer park in Missouri say they witnessed their white neighbor kill a man in cold blood. Let's put up a picture of the man. Justin King, 28 years of age, black and Filipino, was shot on November 3rd at 11.45 a.m. in the small town of Bourbon, okay? That's him with his daughter. Na neighbors described King as a happy-go-lucky man who always offered a helping hand, was a nice guy, and very close to his nine-year-old daughter. Here's the background to this story. This is why you should pay attention. The police say he was shot by the owner of a home who was trying to break in. That says he was trying to break in. But witnesses and family members say he was shot in cold blood by a man he called his friend. King succumbed to his wounds at the scene. The 42-year-old white neighbor who shot him was taken into custody and later released. And why was he released? While the local police department, uh, they are leaning toward believing it was a break-in, family members of King and five people who live in the trailer park told NBC News they doubt that narrative. 
Three neighbors told NBC News the shooter was a man who had expressed a desire to kill someone, has a history of violence, and was known to use racial slurs. Several neighbors said King and the shooter were actually friends. Uh, the NAACP has come out, a statement from the president of the NAACP representing the King family said, and I quote, Justin King was shot outside the neighbor's home and had not entered it, contrary to the sheriff's account. The only person that says it's a home invasion is the guy that shot my son, King's father, John King, told NBC News. And all the neighbors are saying, no, you shot him in cold blood outside. He had no shirt on, only pajama bottoms. So how was he a threat? Justin was shot in cold blood outside in broad daylight. All right. Now, there's a law here. Missouri has castle doctrine attached. Under Missouri's castle doctrine law, individuals are allowed to use deadly force against intruders without the duty to retreat. Some states have a duty to retreat if you can do so safely. Based on the notion that their home is their castle, the shooter, whose name has not been made public, uh, is not facing charges as of yet, uh, doesn't pass the smell test for me. Now, we're not the court of law here on Indisputable. We are the court of public opinion, still a very important court to be in. And when you add up all the variables, as well as how the sheriff immediately took a side to allow the story of the shooter, the killer, to be the primary story to believe, and the testimony of the neighbors, there's something not right about how this case or non-case looks. Uh, Francesca, am I off kilter here? No, not at all. I mean, it's really important to understand those castle laws. I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, being from California, I'm pretty sure we don't have those laws. But it is really scary to know that in this country, um, because we put private property on the same level as human life, if you think someone is intruding, doesn't have to be the case. If you think they're intruding, you can take their life. If someone steals a television from you, you could probably shoot them and get away with murder. Now, that wasn't the case here, clearly, because you have an alleged intrusion. And honestly, it's really interesting where this took place, right? This is a trailer park. This is a close-knit community. And often what happens in so many of these cases is neighbors live far away from each other, right? There is a lot of racial bias anyway in suburbs and in very um, atomized and segregated communities. Um, and that's sort of where the tension arises. This, you've got neighbors living super cl close to you. They know who these people are. They've seen this gentleman behave in a belligerent, in a racist way before. And they're like, yep. okay, we know what's really going on here, which again is kind of this like testament to, to, to knowing your neighbors, to ha having them vouch for you. And sadly, we don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to glorify a trailer park life. That's a, that's a tough life, you know, uh, but it is almost like a when believe the community, you know what I mean? Because the community usually knows what they're talking about. Yeah. And they don't have any motive other than we don't think this adds up. It's right. not like they're coming against their neighbor. They simply don't think the story adds up and they're being good citizens and good neighbors by speaking up and saying, saying something on the record. They're going on the record with this information. All right. If a person brought bombs 
to a Black Lives Matter protest, you would imagine that person would go to prison, right? If they admit to it, there's clear evidence they did it. There's video of them doing it. You would say, you know, that guy, that person going to prison. Well, guess what? A person did it and he's not. Let's put up his picture. He's not going to prison. This is a man who left a bag of bombs, not one, not two, but a bag of bombs downtown during the 2020 George Floyd protest. He will not have to go to prison. Okay, his name is McConowitz, Matthew McConowitz, U.S. District Judge Donetta Ambrose on Monday gave Matthew McConowitz a sentence of time served and three years of probation with the first six months on home detention. That'll teach him home detention. First six months probation. The man brought a bag full of bombs to a Black Lives Matter protest. Okay, it gets deeper. McConnellwitz, 53 years of age, pleaded guilty in August to possession of an unregistered destructive device, a bomb, following an indictment in 2020. The assistant U.S. attorney, Jessica Smolar, argued for a prison term in the range of 30 to 37 months saying the devices could have hurt or killed someone. Former U.S. attorney Scott Brady had said uh, McCannowitz was not a protester, but an agitator, which is mm -hmm. correct. All right. McCannowitz planted a backpack field with Molotov cocktails near PNC Plaza on March 31st, 2020, during the downtown protest over the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Pittsburgh police they were called to the scene the next day. This was June 1st for a report of a suspicious backpack near a bike rack under a stand of trees. Officers discovered three devices and they called the bomb squad, which determined they were spent pepper spray grenades with wicks held in place by foam spray insulation. A real bomb, a real explosive and dangerous device that can kill people. Now, how do we know this guy did it? Well, surveillance video showed McCannowitz arriving at the scene on a bike and planting the backpack. On June 3rd, officers on patrol spotted the guy and arrested him, okay? And then they searched his home. What did they find in his home? They turned up fuses on his workbench spray foam insulation, and 10, count them, 10 camouflage backpacks like the one he planted. I believe he was going to do more damage. I think this was a setup for destruction from the beginning. I don't believe he was ever truly a protester of any sorts, but an agitator to create chaos and carnage. For some reason, this judge decided to go against all all guidelines to sentencing in situations like this and allow for this person to not be sentenced to prison for such an egregious act against protest in America. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. The country, this whole thing we call America 
was founded by protesters of their era. Protesters founded the United States of America. You don't have to agree with all of their sentiment, philosophy, and politics, but they were protesting something in order to create something new. Francesca, yeah, probation. I mean, it, what's so ridiculous about this story, you know, because some folks will look at it and be like, well, no one got hurt. Okay, that's true. What about the number of FBI-led plots to so-called yeah. foil counterterrorism in the wake of 9-11 where they set up and gave all these so-called explosives, you know, they they groomed basically a victim to be like, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll detonate these bombs and then bam, slap them with 40 years to life for something that never happened and was a, an FBI foil. I mean, these, <laughs> it all the time, constantly, and, and and the people who are preyed on are Muslim, they're black. I mean, there is a long history of FBI informants and, and BS entrapment measures. So I'm, I'm, my mind immediately goes there. My mind also goes to um, other activists, pl in, infiltrated plots where um, someone convinces an activist to throw a Molotov cocktail and bam, they get slapped with at least 10 years, if not more. The interesting thing about this is this guy, Makanowitz, he planted Molotov cocktails, bombs, almost with the hope that Black Lives Matter activists were going to find a random backpack, open it up, and start throwing them, right? Which didn't happen, right? Because, once again, for the people in the back, a largely peaceful, if 99.9% .9 peaceful right. demonstrations across the nation, one of the largest social up upheavals of our lifetime. Um, and yeah, my man was like, well, here, I'm, I want to blame a, blame a bunch of black protesters for throwing Molotov cocktails. Let me just give yep. them the Molotov cocktails. Guess and, it didn't work out that way, but it did work yep. out for him, right? Yeah. And it feeds into the narrative and we've heard it before. We've heard of guns being planted at different areas. There's a story out of Chicago of crates of guns, uh, being thrown off of a train that goes through the city, uh, with absolutely no accountability for those firearms. Uh, and they believe that uh, dirty cops were behind it. So there's all of these stories, right? And then you have this guy who literally does the same action. He does the same action in spirit. And then the criminal justice system gives him a pass. He doesn't get anywhere near the sentencing as the guideline would suggest for the judge. Uh, so anyway, we'll continue to follow this story, see if uh, something comes out of it. We got more on the other side. It's indisputable. Stick and stay. All right, welcome back to Indisputable. Got a lot of show left. Let me read some of these comments, amazing comments. Before I read the comments, let me remind everyone um, about spreading good stuff. ShopTYT.com, ShopTYT.com. We got a lot of great things over there. Um, I need to tell you about why you should sign up for Aspiration, okay? You have peace of mind that you are not polluting the environment you feel good about yourself because you're making a positive impact in the world through planting trees, et cetera. In other words, you're basically a hero, okay? It's actually great rates, so you also can make the most money while doing it. What does that mean, you ask? Keep your balance high and your carbon footprint low while enjoying up to 83 times more investment than a big bank. Earn up to $500 a year on interest uh, goodbye fossil fuels. Hello to up to 5% um, 
interest on your savings, grow your savings, and reduce your carbon footprint with Aspiration. All right, real easy to sign up, aspiration.com forward slash TYT. Don't forget about the conversation. Yep, live 5.30 Eastern time, 2.30 Pacific time, tyt.com forward slash live. That's before the Young Turks. You can also watch all of the interviews at youtube.com forward slash TYT conversation. Let me get to the comments. Super chat. Um, Kat Bland says, a fourth grader in Nashville was also caught with a gun this week as well. It's maddening world. It's a maddening world we live in that kids can easily access these weapons. Right. And then, you know, usually there's no penalty until, you know, four children are dead. Now there's a penalty. Right. You know what's even more outrageous than one Karen? Three at the same time. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish a Karen would. You want to call the police on him for having a barbecue on a Sunday? You I feel French! Back off! I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Don't laugh at me, goddammit. Don't you laugh at me. Give my money back. Yes, you are. You can't quit for me. It goes to your debit card directly. It won't let us... Yeah, and it's already out of my account, and I can show you that you've already taken my money. So you need to give me my cash. And if I end up on YouTube... I will personally sue your ass. I'm just talking money. Yeah. Get put it back and give me my I'm not laughing, man. Yes, you are. You want me to show you on my phone that you are? Please. That you are what? Laughing. If we end up on YouTube, I will sue you. I'm not putting it on YouTube. No, I'm talking. If it ends up on oh, Facebook, it's gonna end up. Facebook, it will not go to Facebook. All right. That is perfectly fine. Yeah, because you can't record if you don't want to be recorded. No. And let me tell you, my attorney, I love you. Don't laugh at me. I'm not. I hope everyone has a job. Okay. Y'all need to. Okay. And I'm calling Sears, too. I got more video, so you want to pay attention to it. Because, obviously, none of them understand how a refund works on a debit card. Now, I can understand if maybe one person out of your crew, they may not quite get it, but all three of you not understanding how refunds work is quite astounding. Here's more. Okay. What? Hey, what's your point? What's your point? You need to shut your damn mouth and stay out of it. I had kids too. She get you another job, a better job than being Clark at ten dollars an hour. You're screaming at her point here. Did you get your money? Bye. You can quit recording me before I knock it out. Of yeah. So you notice they said multiple times, if this ends up on YouTube, I'm suing. Well, TYT, get your lawyers ready. Uh, because I'm putting this straight on YouTube right after the live show, okay? So get ready, it's coming. Uh, quite interesting, because there are, are a few variables here, right? Number one, it's a policy. It's a policy everywhere. I have never known a place to take a debit card charge and then give me cash money back on the return. They put it back on the card, right? So I don't know if they've never returned an item or what, but this is standard procedure. Now, the extreme actions of this entire group was setting a bad example for the next generation. 
you had two children there. We blurred out their faces on indisputable because we're decent. The children are being taught. This is how you solve conflict. This is how you state your claim. It's a never ending cycle. This is how new Karens are produced every day. Francesca, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Baby Karen, Karen in training. Oh, I just, it is embarrassing. You know, I, I side with the baby in that situation. Just like, <laughs> huh? What? Are you, uh? right. like, you know, and look, that place looks like a, a Nordstrom rack. You know, I'm a fond uh, frequenter of a Nordstrom rack. Let me tell you, they accept anything as a return. Most corporations, you could buy a pair of shoes, wear it for a week, not that I have, then return it. Totally accept your <laughs> the return. They're all the policies generally fairly good. I uh that's the one thing I will say about corporations, they need to pay their workers way more. By the way, the woman filming or the person filming is clearly a a worker there getting paid minimum wage. Man, this is above their pay grade. Dealing with this stuff, dealing with the fact that somehow the pandemic and white privilege broke a lot of people's brains and if they forgot how to act in public. And yeah, you don't get cash back when you paid with a card. Otherwise, we'd all be trying to trick the system into getting money back. In fact, I'm pretty sure that's why they instituted that policy. So just mm. calm down and and move it along. It's just, it it is also like, and don't you see this in a lot of Karen videos? It's like, you need more going on in your life, ma'am. Like, just find a hobby, read a book, do a puzzle, get into a show. You know what I mean? Like, stop taking out your superiority and your aggression on random people. Yeah. And and what's wrong with your money going back on your debit card? I, I don't understand. Anyway, okay. Um, you tell jokes. You're a funny person. <laughs> you're a real professional, right? Have you ever been telling jokes and somebody literally stops your show because they don't like the jokes you're telling. Has that happened to you? Um, no, but uh, that's because I, I turned down those gigs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but it has happened. It happens a lot to comics, more than yeah. more than you'd imagine, especially female comics. But yes, it's continue. starting to happen more and more. This is my second story about a Karen stopping a comedy routine, but this one has a twist. Once again, training the next generation. Double dose. You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday? You're going to feel French! Back off! I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Comedy Karen and her son pull up to the open mic in Harlem. I'm going to be dissed here as the only white woman. Okay? The only white woman. Did her son really just say that to us?
Now, damn it, Karen, you made the decision to bring your child to open mic night. This was not regular comedy night where you got real pros like Francesca. This is open mic night. This is amateur night of comedy, okay? This is the equivalent of going to karaoke night and expecting everybody to sing like Luther Vandross. It's not going to happen. You will have a mixed bag. You go to open mic night at a comedy club and you're going to get what you get. I mean, mm -hmm. yes, some things may be offensive or whatnot, but you made the decision, Karen, to bring your child to that environment. And then when the child decided to, I guess, personify the spirit of his mother, I don't know, but I know good and damn well my child better not act like that in public. <laughs> There's so much going on in this video, and I, as awful as it is, I kind of love every single part of it for different <laughs> reasons. Like, I've been at crazy open mic nights. I do open mics, of course. Every comic has to do some open mics, right? You got to work out new material. And yeah, if anyone wants to say that free speech is dead, go to a comedy open mic. You will hear <laughs> everything all right you'll have someone trying to like put their dog up on stage to do a routine you're like okay sir you know there's there's a lot going on and you let it roll off your back now what here's what i think happened so you notice at one part of the video his her child who is wearing by the way like a fendi pimp hat i wasn't like, i was <laughs> gonna leave hey francesca i was gonna leave the child out of it but listen it is worth discussing we might have a little honey boo boo situation on our hands. Like this is this does not feel like she is clearly working with the child. She tries to lead the kid onto the stage because I think it seems like he's the one doing the stand up. The eight or nine year old yeah. has a bunch of jokes to tell, and from the sound of her being upset that someone referred to her or her like said the words white woman, I feel like his set. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be uh, a big with the alt right, so to speak. It's he's uh, he's been trained to say a lot of things he shouldn't, but he's gonna be like, I'm a kid. You can't hit me. Um, so there's like he she wants to like basically pimp out her little like nine year old to do his off color jokes on stage in his Fendi hat. She got mad that another comic used the phrase white woman and said she was the only white woman in the room, which then a bunch of other people were like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Right. Just so much happening. So much happening. Yeah, it was that whole thing would have made my night comedy gold. Oh, my if God. I, if I was just in the audience, I'm there to enjoy some jokes and a nice meal that I can go home after that. That no. was hilarious. Yeah. It was, and, and like a little bit of me, like a very small part is like, but yeah, but what's a kid going to say? Like, what, what kind of <laughs> jokes he's got? Yeah, because like, and then they could all ruin him, you know, and laugh and like make fun of him. But, but you know, obviously, again, it's a kid. It, this woman's like a, I don't know, a stage mom for comedy, which isn't actually a thing. I don't know if people know that, but. She's comics, made a new category. It's a new <laughs> category now. A Karen stage, Karen open mic stage mom comedy. I don't know. We're, we'll work it out. We'll put it on a shirt. Shop T-U-I-T. There it is. All right. We got more on the other side. It's indisputable. Stick and stay. All right. Welcome back. We still got a lot of show left. Remember the white female 
General Ryan, who will have to serve jail time for being involved in the January 6th attack on our democracy. Remember, she came out and said, oh, I'm not going to jail. I'm white. Uh, I'm this. I'm that. And the judge said, no, we got other plans for you. You're going to jail. Well, she's at it again. All right. This same woman, let's put up a picture to remind people <laughs> of a picture she took uh, showing her criminality. Uh, so she stormed the Capitol January 6th. Uh, she posted on social media. And now, after she has been sentenced to prison, she still has to turn herself in. You know, they work it out with people like her. Uh, and she took a private plane, a private jet to the mm-hmm. to the uh, insurrection. She is now saying she's actually looking forward to going to prison, okay? Because this is a chance for her to get fit and to get down to her goal weight, all right? Uh, let's hear it. Here it is. Okay, so here's the deal. I am going to prison in three weeks. At the first week in January, I have to report to prison. And the only thing that I can see that's good about having to go to prison is that I'm going to be able to work out a lot and do a lot of yoga and detox. And also, I can't eat because the food is awful and there's just no food. So hopefully they have like some protein shakes and uh, some protein bars, I think, because you don't want to eat like green bologna. That's what they have to eat. So I'm going to end up losing weight in prison. Um, everyone's telling me that I'll lose weight. So hopefully I'll finally get down to my ideal weight because I won't be able to drink. I won't be able to eat. I won't be able to eat like stupid stuff like chips and all the stuff I eat sometimes. So I just wanted to go ahead. Don't look at my toes because I'm too freaked out to have a pedicure lately. But this is how much I weigh today. And I'm thinking that I can get down to, you know, 140. So 30 pounds in two months. If I do that, then it will be worth going to prison for for 60 days. If I can lose 30 pounds, it would be so worth it. So you have to look at the bright side of everything you do. And that's what I'm trying to do. So wish me luck. Privilege, it never learns its lesson. Never. She literally, this real estate agent, literally got in trouble for doing the same thing via Twitter. When Mm -hmm. she made that remark about her not going to prison, that became national news. And yes, she got sentenced to prison. So after the sentencing, she is now basically taunting the sentence by saying, oh, no, I'm looking forward to this, uh, weight loss, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Let's put a picture up again. Jenna Ryan, who pleaded guilty to a single federal misdemeanor charge of parading on Capitol grounds, it should have been more, by the way, uh, was last month given a $1,500 fine and sentenced to 60 days in a Texas prison, according to court documents. The documents indicated that she was due to go to prison sometime after January 3rd, almost a year after the insurrection, okay? Um, Earlier this year, Ryan bragged about taking a private jet to Washington and said on social media that storming the Capitol was, and I quote, one of the best days of my life. Court documents said that during the insurrection, Ryan posted Facebook Live videos in which she could be seen entering the Capitol via the rotunda. A few months later, after the attack, 
she claimed she would not be punished in a tweet, suggested, uh, she suggested that she was, and I quote, definitely not going to jail because she has blonde hair, white skin, and a great job. She's at it again. All right. I mean, it is so cruel, right? It's the pinnacle of privilege to be like, I'm I'm loving my sort of light sentence because it's kind of like a like a vacation for me. It's a little bit of like a it's like a yoga retreat, really, but behind bars. And and it's just like you're like, you know, you know she's gonna have access. She has the money to probably get the protein shakes she wants. I hope she's not allowed him, but like Everything she does is tripling down on how unequal our justice system is. And just thinking about the number of people who are sentenced for far longer for nonviolent drug offenses, for like marijuana possession, people were still locked up for this. And then you have an insurrectionist bragging that she's going to, you know, do yoga, which, by the way, I love yoga, but my God, there are some terrible followers of it uh, and, and practitioners. Um, it's it's just it makes me so mad and it's so silly and also like you know you see that photo of her in front of the broken window now let's let's change that up a bit imagine if it were a black lives matter protester right. smiling in front of a shattered window of a walmart right like oh the right would have such a field day they would freak out about it as if that sure. was 10,000 times worse than standing next to and smiling next to the capital the center of our democracy when you're trying to forcibly overturn a democratic election like and they 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 put that on the same level if not oh she didn't do anything wrong yeah um and i mean uh doc she's not blonde like i just want to <laughs> just kind of want to point that out my girl not blonde. Yeah, she's white. Yeah, she might have a good job. Not anymore, necessarily, but <laughs> she's definitely not a blonde. That was funny. Anti-mask craze continues to uh, grip the nation. Uh, a man held up an entire damn airplane because he refused to leave after he refused to put on his mask. When they told him to leave, all of a sudden, he wants to put his mask on now. Too late, buddy. They want you to go. Here's the video. I'm sitting here by myself with my mask on. I'm not bothering nobody. I'm not doing nothing. That that stewardess, whatever waitress, whatever that $10 an hour bitches is a Now they get to get the cops. Now you're gonna get the cops. Because my mask wasn't on for 10 seconds. We're all the same people. That's not I'm Italian, I'm a millionaire. You're Spanish, you're dead broke. I got my mask on. What the f else they want from me? Sitting with my mask on. I'm sitting here with my mask on. This is pathetic. This is pathetic. I got more video. Let me tell you why I don't like this guy. Personally, I don't like him. Not just because he's racist and bigoted and showing his bigotry loud and clear here, but also because he thinks he's better than people 
because of the job they do, or how much money they make. You see, this individual is truly sad because he equates value to socioeconomic progress and prosperity. He thinks that your bank account or the job you have is connected to your worth and value, and it is not. These are some of the worst people on the planet, in my opinion, because they may smile in your face until you inconvenience them or they believe they are right and you are wrong. And when that happens, they show you how they really think about you, what they believe about you, how they are willing to belittle you. You're there as an employee. You should never have to face this kind of person. So I want to give a big shout out to everybody who works hard on behalf of others in service industries across this country and beyond. We appreciate you. We support you. We love you. And just understand, people like this are not the majority. Here's the next part of the video. Not for nothing. You see me put my mask on once you told me to. I had it like this. And I put it back up. I think it was the other the other stuff you said, I think. Don't with me. Don't with me. Yeah, get him up out of here. All right, Francesca, what are your thoughts? I mean, look, this is why they stopped serving alcohol on planes. This is why we can't, when when a little bit of turbulence comes and I want to get my white wine on because I'm a very uh, uh, controlled drinker, (laughs) (laughs) fools like this guy going off, disrespecting everyone on that plane, wasting so much time because he can't shut his damn mouth and put on a damn mask and piece of cloth over his stupid effing face. That's the reason. And you yep. get it. If I were working as an as as a stewardess or or a, a you know, I just wouldn't want I just wouldn't want to have anyone drinking on the flight cuz people are crazy. People forgot how to act. And plus I mean, this is that's one of those like 6 a.m. flights where like you see people drinking like in the bar and you're like, "Really? It's what? Yeah. Have you had breakfast, sir?" <laughs> right. All right. Um You ever been fired before, Francesca? I could not imagine anybody firing you from anything. But has it ever happened? I fire people. I don't get (laughs) fired. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I have not been fired yet, but I I hope to be in a very dramatic fashion. Um, I've been fired before, okay? Um, However, it was done with a lot of dignity, and it was at least professional. You know, I've never been fired with 900 other people at the same time via Zoom. 
Never, I never even thought that's possible. I thought that may be against HR. Like that's not an HR guide right there. Mm -hmm. However, um, better.com, the CEO did exactly that. This company is valued at $7 billion and just got an additional $750 million in cash as an infusion. But the CEO told everybody to come on this meeting, laid off 900 employees at one time via freaking Zoom. Here it is. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you for joining. Um, I come to you with not great news. Um, the market has changed, as you know, and uh, we have to move with it in order to survive so that hopefully we can continue to thrive and deliver on a mission. This isn't news that you're going to want to hear, uh, but ultimately it was my decision and I wanted you to hear from me. It's been a really, really challenging decision to make. I've, this is the second time in my career I'm doing this and I do not, do not want to do this. The last time I did it, I cried. Um, this time I hope to be stronger. But we are laying off about 15% of the company. The market, efficiency, and performances, and productivity. If you're on this call, you are part of the unlucky group. You, dude. That is being laid off. Your employment here is terminated effective immediately. Are you kidding me? You know, it's very sad because this happened right before the Christmas holidays. And now these families have lost that income abruptly. Uh, let me give you some background that to me makes this even more egregious. Uh, Better.com recently received a substantial cash infusion from its backers. The chief financial officer, Kevin Ryan, said in an internal email, which TechCrunch obtained, that the firm would have, and I quote, one billion of cash on the company's balance sheet, thanks to SoftBank and Aurora acquisition. The company also hired 7,000 people during the pandemic, reported Business Insider. You know, it just doesn't seem humane how this happened. Uh, and it seems as if other um, options were available. But even if the CEO is able to claim no option was available, even though they have significant money on their balance sheets, according to them, the way, the method, the protocol here, have we de-evolved so much as a society? that we're now going to mass fire people via Zoom. All right, Francesca, what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, super crass. I mean, this is like the worst of telecommuting. Like that yeah. is, oh, it's totally egregious. Have the decency to at least, at least like a one-on-one, -on -one, someone with their direct supervisor, a meeting, anything. Give people to ask, like have their basic human dignity to ask some questions, to understand why. Um, now, and this is, 
look, it's the tech world. It's also the real estate world. Better.com being, you know, a mortgage company. I mean, like it is human life and people and are expendable. Look at how many unhoused people there are across the country. We have a market-driven system when it comes to housing, and there's a market-driven system when and a sort of maximizing profits and to, to like to hell with the workers and their well-being system when it comes to most tech companies um, and most companies in general. Although I and I know it's hard to believe this, but it has gotten worse, and so much of that tech sensibility is this BS idea that they're like flexible and they grow really fast and they would be all that flexibility and quick growth is is at the expense of expendable workers who are treated like they're interchangeable like they can be fired and hired at random and at will um and that's sort of what the flexible so-called gig economy gives you we're just playing with people's lives because corporations see no um, responsibility for their workers' well-beings. And again, yeah, four weeks paid paid leave or four weeks paid plus COBRA. Y'all, we all know I've been on COBRA. I haven't gotten fired, but I've resigned and been on COBRA. It's the worst, the most mm. expensive health care. Don't get me started on that. So, you know, that. oh, what yeah. does that take you to the new year with four weeks? Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah, very sad. Uh, my my heart and prayers are with those that that have been impacted by this. Okay, uh, thank you so much. Always a pleasure having you on Indisputable. How can people follow you? Oh my gosh, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Rashad. Yeah, um, Franny Fio on all the things. Watch and listen to the Bituation Room podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. And yes, yeah, stay tuned tomorrow on Twitch uh, at one four p.m. Eastern for the Twitchuation Room. Remember, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Remember the truth is always indisputable.